Hey everyone, welcome to a new episode of Save It For The Show with Dan and Eddie. It's your favorite comedy podcast where every week Eddie and I sit down, we make each other laugh, we make you laugh, and this week there isn't technically a new show because Eddie had a baby. Eddie had his baby, Remy, and his wife is great, the baby is great, and, you know, when you work at Saver for the Show, we have great benefits. We have a very competitive 401k. And, of course, you can get a little bit of that pat leave. So what kind of bastard would I be if I told Eddie, Yo, man, I know you had a baby. You tell your wife to chill. You're coming to do a podcast. So he's taking the week off and a couple weeks off. And you know what? To be honest really honest, I thought to myself, maybe I will take these few weeks to also chill and sit here and think about the future of the show, what we're going to do. I mean, listen, this is episode 292. And believe it or not, come June, it'll be, God, what, six years? Six years of doing this podcast which Eddie and I just absolutely adore. And we couldn't be happier with all the fans and the questions and just the relationships that we have created with so many of you. It's truly something special, but it's also been a long run. And I, every week when we sit down to do the show, I look forward to it. But it's tricky doing a show that's 100% based on our life. And sometimes good stuff happens, sometimes it doesn't. And so I want to take these couple weeks. I thought at first, hey, maybe I'll interview some people. Maybe I'll have some guest hosts. I don't think I'm going to do that. I think maybe I'll toss up a couple classic episodes with a little intro ditty like this. But I'm going to take the next few weeks with Eddie and some other people to kind of just think about the show what we're doing, what's our plan, what's our goal, and and kind of see where we go from there. So otherwise, for this week, it's episode 88. I thought it was appropriate, considering Eddie just had a baby, that I should share the story from when I had Quinn. So this episode is over four years old. It's a fun one. If you're ever curious to hear about a birth, if maybe you've never had kids, maybe your girl is pregnant, I go pretty deep, I remember, in the nitty-gritty of what it's like, and it's a fun one, and it's an old one, classic, as I like to say. So, for the next couple weeks, like I said, not going to be a regular show. I'll either throw up some classic ones, you can check our Twitter, at Sif Show, or on our website, SaveForTheShow.com. If you never see us pop up, if for some reason you're wondering why is it a classic episode, what's going on, I'll always post a note on SaveForTheShow.com, maybe in our Reddit, subreddit, something like that. So don't be confused. There's information out there, and and that's it. So if you have any thoughts on that, SaveForTheShow.com slash contact. I'd love to hear what everyone thinks about the show. I mean, like I said, Christ Alive, you've been listening to Eddie and I talk to each other every week for an hour, maybe for a couple months, maybe for a few years. What's about the show that you like? You know, are there things that you hate? Are there things that you wish we did more of? I think no matter what, in the next couple of weeks, we're going to change some things. So here's your chance to drop a comment in the comment box. Be honest, be anonymous, tell us to fuck off and die. 
whatever you want, or if you have some heartfelt messages too about what you like about the show, what you would change, what you would make better, always happy to hear that too. So without further ado, here's episode 88 of Save for the Show. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Hey everybody, welcome to a new episode of Save It For The Show, episode 88. 88. Two eights. That's lucky or something, right? It should be. It is. <laughs> Eight squared. Eddie and I are here in the studio. Huge apology. First of all, didn't do a show last week, and I felt bad about it. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of weird. Yeah. And I actually got some people... Which I took as a real compliment. We're like, hey man, where's the show? What's the deal? Oh, nice. I had a good excuse. Yes, Certainly definitely. was having a baby and all, and in the hospital, which I'll talk about. But I definitely felt sort of, sort of, uh, I had a, we had a good role going. Yeah, we did. I thought we had a, a good bank of good shows. We did. So that, Yes, we did. We had a lot of good shows. And I don't think we'd missed a show, gosh, in a long time, yeah. since Christmas yeah or something yeah so in in the studio we should have one of those signs like zero days since an accident <laughs> one of those things i guess zero weeks so you're so you're saying your daughter was an accident no <laughs> and she wasn't you know you, it's funny you say that because there's such a huge gap between my kids yeah. some people have asked me straight up <laughs> like oh so this wasn't planned which to me is sort of saying oh so what you don't know how to use birth control <laughs> Or you hate condoms. Yeah. I kind of feel like it's slightly offensive. That's, yeah, yeah. It makes you seem like you're dumb. Right. Yeah. Like I made a mistake. Like irresponsible. Or like, well, why didn't you just take care of that problem? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I know a guy. I could have taken care of that. Yeah, I don't know. It wasn't an accident. It was planned. <laughs> yes. And she's here and she's great. So a couple other things. Last week before the show, I tried something new. Mm-hmm. I did a pre-cap. <laughs> Which, I called it a recap, but a buddy of mine, listener of the show, Justin, told me, you know, it's a pre-cap. You should call it a pre-cap, because it's before the show, I yeah. guess. So, I don't know. I thought that was kind of helpful. Yeah, it makes sense. Are you, oh, are you talking about recording the pre-cap? Yeah, so like, we're going to do the show tonight, Yeah. and then after the show, I'll listen to it. And then I will record like, hey guys, thanks for listening. Yeah. Man, really great show tonight. <laughs> we talked about this, 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 this. And, yeah, I think you know, it's helpful. Should I play music before that? Or do I just do that cold open and then we roll into the music? How about you hum the music? Oh, no. For the free. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want to have a theme music and then a pre-theme music. Yeah, that's weird. But then again, though, on, let's say, Mad Men, when it's all previously on Mad Men, there's like that loop, yeah. that instrumental loop that you recognize on Game of Thrones, any show where it's a previously on, though this is not a previously on. No. It's a what's this coming is, up. Yeah. You're about to. Right. I don't know. I'll keep it quiet for now, <laughs> and then we'll see. Maybe a listener will make us a song for it. That'd be great. That would be amazing. <laughs> All right. Hey, listener, do it. If anyone does it, I think if that's the kind of thing, if one person did it, it'd probably be the only one, and we'd use it. Yeah. So if you have any musical talent at all... <laughs> I mean, if you record a string of you farting, 
It's going to be even worse. It's going to be like, Dan and Eddie are gay. They like know, to right? eat big dicks. And we're going to be like, um, we got we to gotta use it. That's Only fine. One. I'll take it. Because that will out this person who's always rude to us. They'll make an anonymous email. Dan and Eddie are gay at gmail.com. Probably already taken. And then they'll send us a rude MP3. We'll do it, dude. Yeah, please you, do. You big jerk ass. So we'll keep doing the precap because I thought that was fun and helpful and you know something else somebody gave me a recommendation to do where you see these on facebook all the time you and i talked about this it's a picture of like a stand-up comedian or a funny person mm-hmm. and then a quote like boy i tell you la 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 kids these days <laughs> yeah 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 and it's really easy to share yeah you can't share a podcast no i'm sorry you can't say to someone hey bro take a chance on this 60 minute thing yeah but a picture is very shareable Definitely. So, and I think the listeners of the show who might have been hesitant to, I don't know, spread some of the word, maybe they'd be more likely to share share a JPEG <laughs> on their Facebook wall. So, but would it be a picture of your face or my face? Or? I think that's what it'd have to be. It'd have to be a picture of the show, like us. Yeah. And What if it's just random pictures? Oh, okay. Like, like a picture of Tupac. And then, yeah. And well, then that, I told that bitch to eat a dick. I think that would infer Tupac said it. <laughs> But I like where you're going with that. Sort of like a like a stock photo. Yeah. With it put put over it. Yeah. Okay, great. I like it. <laughs> there Let's you just go. work this out on the air. <laughs> We're doing it. Sounds good. You guys are seeing how the sausage is made <laughs> right now. So, all right, great. Well, we're going to do that cuz I figure why not? Maybe it'll help uh yeah. spread the word. Totally. The word about the show. Speaking of uh Let's do our sponsor. <laughs> I think this is the last time I have to do the sponsor before I re-up. And if anyone has any idea about like, another good one, I would love another one. Yeah, totally. Because I kind of feel like I'll keep talking about Squarespace and we can do our impersonations again. <laughs> but it would be fun to have something else that we can kind of play with and have fun. Yeah. Like a different brand or a product. Definitely. To play with. Okay, so... And people seem to like these impersonations. <laughs> so... Everyone liked your chicken story, and you're like, this is a damn good chicken, like whatever that southern guy was. I can't really do a good southern guy. How, do, how could you not do a good southern person? You just don't feel it. <laughs> like, I feel like I can slip into my Eastern European, you know, Ukrainian okay. person, yeah. and I feel it. But I don't feel a southern tick. Like a down-home good old boy there, son. You know what I'm saying there? I can't do that. God damn it. America. <laughs> I, you should read this thing about, you know, it's the all-in-one platform. <laughs> Offer code, save it. Um, and what else? Yeah, read it. Oh, dude. As a hick. I, I can't, you can't read that far I can't away. Read it, yeah. Because, yes, I feel like I can drop into that. Maybe it's because I've, I've known some Eastern European folks. Oh, okay. Ukrainian people. So you feel like you're kind of one of them? I wouldn't say that. By association? No, not at all. But I can say, look, and I used all my good stuff last week. That just came off the top of my head. Now I just feel like, listen, I'm cold, very hungry. Do you have some shoes I can borrow, friend? And give me a website, goddammit. It's all I got. free. It's free. You don't need a credit card. I mean, who has credit card these days? This is just going to fall off. All right, we're done. Squarespace. Squarespace. Just get it. Yeah. <laughs> save it. Offer code save it there, folks. All right, get on down, man. <laughs> All right, offer code save it. And that's it. So, yes, I had a baby. Yes. Man. Congratulations. Thanks. I had a baby, and it was great. 
we well it wasn't great it was a long week yeah i mean you may say to yourself dan or not that's what i would say to myself (laughs) dan you may say to yourself me you know danny had the baby on i think thursday Mm -hmm. yeah thursday why didn't you just record the show Tuesday night like you normally do? <laughs> yeah. Because we were in the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> we went to the hospital Monday because my wife had an appointment to get checked. She was 39 weeks. And anyone who normally listens who could give a shit about babies, <laughs> I promise I will make this story interesting. <laughs> and of course, some weird stuff happened to me. So hang in there. This isn't going to be like my baby story. <laughs> we're going to talk for half an hour about that. So anyhow, we got to the hospital they they admitted Nicole because they didn't like the way the baby's heartbeat sounded. Mm-hmm. So long story short, they got her on Pitocin, which is this drug they give you to make labor start, and it didn't work. Nothing happened. She kept contracting. It took so fucking crazy. days. I mean, you're supposed to go to the hospital and then have the baby and <laughs> yeah. then leave. Yeah. You go to the hospital at the end. Like, yeah. you birth at home, you have contractions, and then you go. We started from scratch. Yeah. And this is the polar opposite of what we wanted to do. We wanted to be at home. You know, you have to take a shower. Yeah. We have sex, like, you know, <laughs> I've been saying. Make this baby come out. Not be, like, clinically forced yeah. to do it. It was fucked up. Yeah. And poor Nicole was, you know, a trooper through the oh whole thing. Oh, my God, yeah. But she was definitely bummed out. So they put you on this Pitocin, Pitocin and I hate hospitals like any normal person mm-hmm. does, except somebody who works there. So it's like a, it's a drag being yeah. in the hospital that long. I'm sleeping there on that oh little shit bed, <laughs> yeah. you know, where it's like just comfy enough for a person. And they know people sleep there. Yeah. Like, God forbid they make the accommodations just a little nicer, <laughs> just a little nicer. Nah. I mean, especially considering it's, you know, $10,000 a day (laughs) to be in there. I mean, the nicest hotel in the world is $10,000 a night. (laughs) Hospital is a shithole that you have to live in. And the fucking food is disgusting. Disgusting. (laughs) How can they even do that? You're supposed to be getting better and the food is just garbage. Yeah. Anyways, I didn't even write that down and talk about because it. it's just, I feel like that's a played out joke, but it's true. It's just shit. So we're there. It's Monday. It's Tuesday. Finally, on Wednesday night, they break her bag, yeah. which is gross. I mean, they stick a, a plastic hook inside my wife. Okay. You know what? I'm just going to pause the, the whole fucking thing right now. I, I just need to say, this is my third kid. Yeah. My first son was a C-section and the whole thing excuse me, the whole thing was a blur. It mm. was like scary and weird and not the kind of birth you want to have. My second one was great. It was, I mean, people have been having kids forever. Yeah. This is the most natural thing next to making kids that you can do. And that's what we wanted to be. Happy, fun, relaxed, and it was. Yeah. So with this third one, it it was the opposite. It was kind of scary and weird again. And I couldn't handle this. Like, I feel like as a guy, I'm supposed to be tough and you know what? I will like run downstairs when I hear a noise. Yeah, I will fight for to the death, <laughs> and I and I, I will work. I will carry the burden. But this labor shit, <laughs> I couldn't. No way a guy could do this. No, we are no. not built for that. No, we are not tough enough. Yeah. for it. I get sick, and I'm the biggest pussy ever, dude. Right. Like I can't <laughs> imagine pushing out a fucking a grape out of my dick, let alone a baby out of a vagina. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's crazy hey let me go ahead and stick a plastic hook up your fucking (laughs) cock hole and puncture something so you know at this point my wife has no medication her her uterus has been contracting every four minutes for three days yeah which doesn't feel good and the doctor now the one thing we've been there so long that we've gone through nurses 
You know what I mean? Like they're yeah. they're running shifts on us. <laughs> and these they work these nurses. Now, as hard as it is to give birth, now the people that are doing this, yeah. I don't know. They're they're like next to saints. Yeah. Some of them are awful, like shit bags. Yeah. Cuz that's the thing too. This is still a job to them. Yeah. We go in there and it's the most important, scary, exciting thing of our life. It's like a wedding or something. Yeah. But to them they're just like, "Ugh, here we go." Another fucking day working, delivering babies. And they're all so calm and so cool. And just like us, I bet some days they wake up and they're like, I don't want to go to fucking work. Oh, yeah, definitely. Fuck this. <laughs> and meanwhile, though, we're in there and we want everything to be perfect. Mm-hmm. And I don't want them to, I don't know, I'm asking them questions. And so we're going through all these shifts. Mm-hmm. Had a couple nurses that were so hot. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Like stunning hot. <laughs> It's one in nice. particular. And, you know, at first I thought to myself, maybe it's kind of like a stewardess. <laughs> you know how, like, on a plane, yeah. you really only get to look at one person, the stewardess. <laughs> and it's and your brain plays tricks on you. Maybe it's the altitude. <laughs> but you start to think to yourself, like, yeah, you know what? I, I can get down with this. <laughs> but meanwhile, you just haven't really seen another person's face. They look hotter on an airplane. Yeah, I think it depends on the airline. Like, I go, well, I fly true. southwest primarily. Yeah. And, uh, I'm not... I don't do that very often. All right. Maybe back in the day, <laughs> it was a lot better. Yeah. Or if you're on vacation, I don't know, there's just something special. In the hospital, I kind of thought it was the same thing. Yeah. But not with this woman. <laughs> like, she walked in the room, and both Nicole and I were like, whoa. Like, you know, some women are so pretty that you can't, it's like almost hard to look at them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it really is sort of hard. I don't know if this is sexist. Maybe it is, but. I don't you, think it is. Some I think women it's flattering. Are, I hope it is. I'm meaning it very flattering. Yeah. And this woman, you know, she's talking about my wife's bag of water and, you know, uh, if, if she's peeing in her IV and just all this kind of gross stuff. But it was hard to look at her and just not be like, damn, girl. <laughs> she wasn't sexy. She was just beautiful. Was it hard to no, look at her? <laughs> it wasn't that hard. I was certainly a gentleman. Yeah, I was hitting on her. I was like, yo, girl, I'm going to get out of here in about eight hours. <laughs> Obviously, my dick works. <laughs> she's pregnant. I can come, so let's do <laughs> this. two at home, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Very virile. I'll make a baby with you tonight. <laughs> but these nurses are crazy, and they work these nurses so hard. Like, you and I put in normally, let's, uh, normal people in an office, eight to ten hours a day, let's yeah. say. Not twelve. Yeah. And you're not, you're at a desk, you're talking, you're, you're working. You're not delivering babies for twelve hours. Yeah. And these women are exhausted. And not only that, these are like graveyard shifts. Yeah. They're like, come in at 11 p.m. Yeah, and then leave so at 8 a.m. Like, give me a break. I can't imagine doing that. No. Like, that sounds like it's it sucks and it's horrible. It does. <laughs> but these women love it. Yeah. I don't Hopefully. know. Hopefully. I hope so. Bless their hearts. Yeah. They're they're amazing. They deal with it. They, they kick ass, just like Nicole did. And just because you're right, I just, I don't think... A guy could deal with it. I wouldn't want a guy nurse either. Yeah, and not necessarily like normally. I think I would. I would totally have a guy nurse. Mm-hmm. But in that situation, like a, a guy can't even deal with this. Yeah, you know it's weird. Like when uh, Leo was born, mm-hmm. one of the nurses after we were in the recovery room or whatever, right? That came in was a guy, and Kristen was breastfeeding, and you know she was like still in that that 
pregnancy mode, so she didn't give a fuck who saw right. her boobs Just and stuff. Hanging all out. But not only was he a guy, she knew the guy. They were friends in high school. <laughs> Are you serious? And it was the weirdest fucking thing for me because this dude like knew my wife before <laughs> I did. Is That's seeing funny. her boobs and is just talking like like a regular nurse. Just right. you know, it was so weird though for me. Knowing her makes it weird. Yes. The guy think fine. Yeah. You know, whatever. And it's not like but guys don't have vaginas. Yeah. Like, I almost feel like this is a pain. This is like an, a guttural, mystical, like you said, like Kristen making like, yeah. like, just from another planet. Yeah. Like, that's something that only another woman, I think, could understand and give help and guidance on. A guy just couldn't do that. Yeah. I don't, there's like, there's no instance in a guy's life where his organs shift and, you know, no. parts of his body shift to make room for something to grow inside. You know no. what I mean? Like, it's so crazy. And just fluids. Yeah. I mean, like, when they popped her bag, like, whoosh, you know, like, just fluids coming out. And yeah. I, I feel like if I have diarrhea, it grosses me out. <laughs> if, you know, every once in a while, if, I, if I'm wiping too much and there's, like, a, a speck of blood back there, I want to freak out. I want to kill myself. Like, oh, my God, my ass is bleeding. Like, I couldn't imagine. I need to get checked. Yeah, I'm going to die. I must have (laughs) rectal cancer. Like, this is going to kill me. One time, I remember in high school, I had been eating a ton of sunflower seeds, (laughs) like, nonstop. And I had, like, the most painful poop I've ever had in my life. And I looked down in the bowl, and it was, like, red. Like, somebody put red food dye in there. Yeah. And I almost passed out. I was so scared. Like, I thought I was dying. Like, I thought that was the end of it. And I remember I told my dad about it, and he was like, Oh, no, it happens all the time. Man. So it's a fisher. You got an anal fisher from eating all those damn sunflower seeds. <laughs> and, yeah, thank God it never happened again. But it scared me. My point being, I couldn't imagine being a woman yeah. seeing all this fluid and all this stuff coming out. And, yeah. I don't know, in front of a beautiful woman, no less. Yeah. No wonder people fall in love with nurses, though. That whole, what is it, Florence Nightingale yeah, syndrome? Yeah, like that. Because they're already taking care of you. And if they're stunning to look at to boot... This woman had really nice eyebrows. Yeah. That's sort of my thing. I'm, I'm an eyebrow guy. <laughs> if you got good, if you got big, natchy eyebrows, girl, <laughs> I'm cruising on Red Tube looking for 100% natchy brows. What, what if, do you know brows? No. no just... I like a like brown, preferably. I'm into brunettes. Okay. And if they have like a nice, bushy, you know, manicured, but big. Yeah. You know, not like a Bert, a Bert and Ernie style, but. Like Jennifer Connelly? She is. Not, they're not yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, I'll have to think about it. I don't have like a, a pinup, you know. <laughs> I got a picture of a woman's face. Just, uh, her eyebrows. Just a close-up of the These eyebrows. eyebrows. Just cropped eyebrows. Oh, man. Don't look at my search history. <laughs> it's just nasty. I'm on like makeup websites like Maybelline, just looking at eyebrows. <laughs> Do they make a eyebrow attachment for the flashlight? Oh. <laughs> now you're, it would look like, you know, like uh, cartoons will have like floating eyebrows. <laughs> Like I'm fucking like a, a set of eyebrows. Oh man, get on that flashlight, please. Yes. Make it for me. So, anyways, where was I? Yeah. So they popped her back mm-hmm. with this fucking hook. Goes in, and then she starts having like crazy contractions, and then she has the baby. And then all night long she labored, 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 and then at 8 a.m. she started pushing. Mm-hmm. And now at this point, it's like, like I said, with the C-section, I didn't see him come out. And I don't really remember with Grant. Like, it's one of those things where in six months from now, I may forget all this. Like, our brains do that weird yeah. shit because it's traumatic. But with this time, I kept telling myself, 
be in the moment. Yeah. Like really try to be in the moment. Really try to understand what's happening and remember it because this mm. is it. Never having another kid. Yeah. For sure. And I did, and it was great. But also, like, I'm watching the head come out, <laughs> and I swear to God, you know, it was such a long labor that I was worried something was wrong with the baby. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm just, that's my personality. And yeah. it's like, the baby's messed up. Something's going to happen. And when she was coming out, like, her skull, you know how their skulls will shift around? Yeah. But it looked crazy, like a pyramid. <laughs> really? Like, I thought she was going to come out and have, like, a crushed head. Yeah. And I was going to be like, then what? Like That's my crazy. wife gave birth to a, you know, like a monster baby, and that, you know, <laughs> that what are you supposed to do? I obviously yeah. raise it, but I, I'm thinking like a mile a minute, <laughs> and so their head all of a sudden, she's pushing, she's pushing, and then the head pops out, and like a balloon, the head went like, whoosh, and it became perfect. <laughs> That's like amazing. it just fused together. It was amazing, <laughs> and then it's just like sitting like there's a head. Yeah, my daughter's head <laughs> is just out of my wife's vagina. And the baby's not out breathing yet. So, you know, it's just like, it looks like a corpse. Yeah. It's like a purple head just fully out. And the midwife fucking grabbed the head and pulled so hard. Yeah. I thought she was going to pull the goddamn head off. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she like fucking <laughs> yanked her head so hard. <laughs> and and then the, the shoulders finally slithered out and she was out. And it was great. <laughs> it's crazy. And it was successful. But it really, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. That shit is, yeah, it's nuts. And then all of a sudden, so the baby's out. She's on my wife's chest. Everyone's crying. I cried. I mean, you you can't not cry. Yeah. You're a fucking monster (laughs) if you don't cry, especially your third time around. And especially, I guess, because it's a daughter. I don't know. Yeah. People ask me if, like, I feel more emotional because it's a daughter. And I guess I do. I really do. Yeah. Like, I love her. Like, immediately. (laughs) Like, the second she came out, like, I felt like I loved her. And with my boys... I loved them, but I didn't really know them. Yeah. With her, I feel like I'm I'm already capable of loving children because mm-hmm. I love my own. So she just like right into the mix, like yeah. right into the love mix. <laughs> and I love her from the second she came out. But so she's on my wife's chest and then my wife's like laboring out the placenta. Mm-hmm. And nobody, all these midwives, like we didn't have an OB. We just had midwives like Kristen did. Yeah. Which is so cool, you know, and if anybody's watched... There's this documentary called The Business of Being Born. Yeah. Not to go down that rabbit hole. If you do watch it, you get to see Ricky Lake's nips. <laughs> so there is that. She like paid for this documentary to get made because she hated the way her kid was born. Mm-hmm. And the whole birthing system in America is completely fucked up. Yeah. And, you know, I, I don't know how many friends of mine, when I told them Nicole had a cesarean, they're like, oh, so that's it. Like, you just have C-sections from here on out. Yeah. And that's so not true. I thought that too, yeah. 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 Just, people just think that. Yeah. It's a total misconception. I mean, here's Nicole. She's now had two yeah. V-backs. There's even <laughs> a name for it. Vaginal birth after cesarean. And anyone can do this. Yeah. They just fucking do it. We we fired our OB, our first one, because she was a fucking cunt. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> and now at, at Kaiser, you don't even have an OB. OBs are surgeons, yeah. essentially. You have midwives who all they do is deliver babies. And they're great. And so the midwife, you know, nobody said a word. Everyone's happy. But then all of a sudden I hear this noise. It's like, whoosh. And blood is like everywhere. Yeah. Like shot out of Nicole. (laughs) And the midwife saw, whoa. (laughs) And it was just enough in her voice that you knew it wasn't normal. Yeah. And then immediately that same voice in my head that thought I was having a handicapped child 
thought to myself, like, Nicole's going to die. Yeah. Like, this is it. Like, here I am, fucking dad, single dad with three kids, including a newborn. Yeah. And my wife just died on the table here. And the nurse is like, that's cool, it's cool. And they they all kind of huddled around and, and did some stuff. And five minutes later, it was fine. Like, yeah. she was kind of bleeding out, I guess, because her uterus wasn't contracting. Mm-hmm. She wasn't bleeding out. You know what I mean? <laughs> but she had, like, a ton of blood. Yeah. Out. And they stopped it, and she was fine. Thank and God that, for that. And that was that. Yeah. And that was, that was the end of the birth. And now they're doing great. And now they're doing great. Nice. So, and that's that. Yeah, there, there was a few other hiccups. She knew the baby. See, this is the thing too. Like, I was really worried about changing the baby's diaper yeah. and her little tiny vagina, <laughs> which is you know they come out and their vagina is red. It's like a <laughs> fucking fire truck red because of all the hormones in in the mom's body. Yeah, and there's discharge. Yeah, like her little fucking vagina. It's like a little walnut. <laughs> yeah, little gumdrop down there, and it's got cheese coming out of it. <laughs> and you know they have these first poops, which. Anyone who has had kids will can, can identify with this. Anyone who doesn't have kids probably turn this podcast <laughs> off. You probably got about five minutes into this and said, fuck this old bastard. But the first shits they have are disgusting. Yeah. Because it's the kind of it's the shit that's been in them for I guess nine months. Yeah. And it's not from eating food, it's not from breast milk. It's from them eating I guess amniotic fluid and placenta and whatever. It's like tar. I mean it's like molasses. Yeah. And it's all up in her vagina and not going to say pussy. <laughs> my, my daughter does not have a pussy. She has a vagina. And, or a beam beam. Or, we've got to think of a funny name. What does Leah call hers? Uh, she, vagina. Vagina? Yeah. She says vagina. It's like, my vagina hurts. Oh, really? Yeah. Somebody, when I grew up, they called it a coolie. A coolie? Yeah, which I kind of like. Uh, in Tagalog, it's beck beck. Peck peck? So, yeah. All right, I like that. <laughs> peck peck. So that's funny. Peck peck. <laughs> so you're cleaning it out, and I don't know. I'm fine. I'm still kind of getting used to it because I don't know how hard to push. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's not, it's a very simple vagina, but her clit is huge. She's like a huge <laughs> clit still, which is kind of gross and weird. And so I'm like cleaning around it, and I'm like, oh. Like, and I'm not grossed out because I feel like I'm touching my daughter. Yeah. Like, it has nothing to do with, like, I feel inappropriate. I just feel just kind of like it's weird doing it. <laughs> I, I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. I, I don't know. If you have boys, you think you feel weird, like, cleaning their butts and balls? No, I don't think so. I don't either. Yeah. At all. And I don't feel weird doing it with her. I just feel like... I know how hard I can push on my boys' stuff because I have that stuff. Yeah. But I feel like with her as a little girl, like, I don't want to get too rough on that thing. And, yeah. And I'm very tender. I, I'm, yeah, it. I'm the same way. Yeah. But, so, like, there's, yeah, when when you got to, like, move folds away and right? stuff to get all the poop out, like, that's, you know, you've got to be thorough, but you got to be gentle. And it's... That's it's, it exactly. Yeah. You got to be thorough. Boys are easy. Yeah. It's like, there's one hole. No folds, yeah. but with her little delicate flower down there, I don't want to leave shit in there. Exactly. So I'm like yeah. kind of picking through it, like yeah. I'm, you know, like a like a doctor, and she's crying and flailing around. I don't know. I'm looking forward to when it's normal, and I don't know these poops stop going all over. Her cause, yeah. Or when she can finally go to the bathroom on her own, that yeah. would be nice. The one thing that was nice is I had my kids circumcised, which I wouldn't do again, mm-hmm. and that sucks. 
That's like a nightmare yeah. scenario. Their dicks are like tender and cut, <laughs> and they they get the you, you go with them because you're, you're not a real. Yeah. You could be a total bastard dad if you send your kid to get circumcised and don't go with them. <laughs> you're a piece of shit. Like really, you're gonna fucking send your kid to a butcher, <laughs> yeah, to get their dick skin cut off. And I would never do it again. But I was so relieved that I didn't have to worry about that with her. Yeah, I did have her clit cut off <laughs> because i don't want her feeling any pleasure as a woman um no it's, i don't i don't i like i think about my boys and i want them to have sex and i yeah. want them to be handsome yep and i'm thinking about my daughter and you know what i want her to be a, a beautiful woman too that that does her own thing too i really do yeah. I, I can't i can't have it both ways i need to be I have them both to have, have healthy sex lives i i just i don't want I don't know for people that watch True Detective. I don't want my daughter to end up in the back seat with two dicks oh. in her in, in her face or something. You know, like yeah, that that yeah. I not. understand. <laughs> you're you're a True Detective. <laughs> hey, thanks. Three weeks ago, <laughs> yeah. You know, we can talk yeah, about that. Catch it up. Yeah, uh, yeah. We we can talk about that offline <laughs> for sure. I understand, and I do think there's a difference between being like a weird dad. Never talking about it. Yeah. I'm not going to be like, hey, ba- hey, honey, you know, hey, you hope you're getting any. And I wouldn't do that with my boys either. Yeah. But I just mean, I think it's, I don't want to think about it. And I won't. Yeah. But I hope she's beautiful. Oh, definitely. You know? Yeah. Whatever. All right. You just, and you just got to hope that she's smart. <laughs> you know, Super so, smart. And Super can defend smart. herself. Totally. So. <laughs> I was thinking about um, famous people. Mm-hmm. Like famous people who, oh, you know what? Let's put a pin in that. I recorded Nicole. <laughs> All right, let me try to yes. find this. So while we're at the hospital, because I knew, like, I never had intentions of like doing a full blown show from the hospital. Mm-hmm. But I thought to myself, what if I did like a little, little interview of Nicole while we were at the hospital? <laughs> and I did. <laughs> and let me play that right now. I'm going to cue it up, and we can listen to it, and everyone can enjoy it. I'm sh- I'm sure she was really excited about this. Oh, she was crazy excited about <laughs> it. All right, here we go. I'm recording. <laughs> hey, everybody. Put on my radio voice in the hospital. I'm in the hospital with Nicole. She's giving me a dirty look. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Say that into the mic. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Much to Nicole's protest, I'm forcing her to record a little clip for my stupid-ass podcast. <laughs> We're having the baby, and Nicole's being a badass, like I knew she would. She's a complete trooper, and the baby's coming today, which is very exciting. How you feel, sweetheart? <laughs> Don't say something. I just... <laughs> so, I'm having a contraction. Oh, this is a scoop. I'm going to live tweet the whole thing. You're having a real contraction right now? All right. Things are getting picking up. We came in yesterday, and things are getting exciting now. We're definitely gonna have this baby. Just look. What'd you say? Turn it off. <laughs> All right. Well, fine. That's it. So check back in later. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. When when the baby starts to crown, I'll. I'll throw my phone down there and we'll record it. So, why don't you uh, say goodbye to everybody? Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> and that's it. Bye. <laughs> wow, that was great, right? <laughs> I, I, she sounded terrible. 
And the, the sad part is that was Tuesday. So we're like, oh, we're going to have a baby. We're going to have a baby. I mean, we didn't have a baby for two more days. <laughs> yeah. So it, it got a lot worse before it got any better. So thanks, thanks Nicole, <laughs> yes, for, for thank being you. a trooper. What, what I was going to say is I was thinking about famous people, mm-hmm. right? Like when Beyonce had her baby. Yeah. Where does a woman like that have a baby? Is there just a normal hospital in L.A. that they all, or New York that they go to? Uh, yeah. I think, like, didn't she rent out, like, the entire floor or something like that? I mean, that's nuts if you have to do that. Yeah, it's and, a little crazy. And then as the nurse, to think, like, I saw Beyonce's pussy. <laughs> I saw the baby come out. Yeah. And how do you play that cool? I mean, especially with the Beyonce, like, a star of that level. Yeah. I mean, and you see her there giving birth. I, I don't know. I mean, you're like, I'm a big fan. You don't say anything. You play it real professional. Yeah, totally. You see your, you see Jay Z. You're like, excuse me, Mr. J, Mr. Z, <laughs> Mr. Mr. Carter, Jigaman. Uh, uh, right. Uh, I don't know what to call you. Seriously, what, Hope? what do you say to him? <laughs> excuse me, Sean. You know, can you come in now and see your daughter? She's great, <laughs> and, and not make a big deal about it. But yeah, I, I feel like that would be tough to if, have to deal with. If I was Beyonce rich, like, isn't she rich enough to have the baby at home? Like. Get yeah. any equipment she needs, get a doctor, all that shit. I guess like, so. Why, why wouldn't she just do that? They probably do. I mean, a lot of these celebrities probably do. Yeah. I don't know. One thing that happened there, like I mentioned, I had to stay the night mm-hmm. at the hospital for three nights, and it was terrible. Of course, in the little room they give you, you have your own bathroom. Yeah. Because your wife is walking to and from the bathroom 800 times to yeah. pee, to flush out fluid, you know, all that <laughs> stuff. And I stayed in the hospital for three days. I had to take a shit. I'm a man. Right? I, I, I take a poop two two times a day or so. One one to two. And I, But I didn't want to poop in her little bathroom. Because it was enough that the bathroom was attached to the room. But if she had to go into the bathroom and s- smell my stinky shit. And I don't really like... I take usually pretty, pretty normal poops. I'm a pretty healthy guy. But I was nervous and I was eating so much junk. You know, I was like I was on vacation. We were eating <laughs> fast food and candy. So I don't know. I, I was I didn't want to poop in there. Yeah. And but I didn't want to leave her alone too often. And you know, you're you're in the hospital. There's not exactly like a public restroom just chilling because <laughs> yeah. we we're kind of deep in the hospital at that point. So I'm walking around, I leave because I didn't want to poop. And you know when you have to poop and you're walking around trying to find somewhere to poop? <laughs> like that whole situation is very scary. <laughs> yes. Like because you want to find something quickly. I start to sweat a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Everywhere. My head yeah. downstairs starts to sweat a bit. And I'm like looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. And every bathroom is woman. Like it's just a one, one hitter. <laughs> woman. And that's it. And I'm thinking to myself, fuck, man. Like there's dudes here all the time. What yeah. am I supposed to do? So finally, I see this bathroom, and it doesn't say anything. It just says restroom. I'm like, cool. I start to go into it, and I hear this woman say, excuse me. And I'm all, fuck. <laughs> I just keep walking. She's all, excuse me, sir, sir, sir. <laughs> and I turn around, and she's all, you, what are you, excuse me, are you lost? And I said, no, 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 I, I just, I need to, I'm going to use this restroom. And she's all, is your wife here giving birth? I said, yeah, yeah, she's down the hall. She said, would you mind just using her restroom? <laughs> and i said no i mean i i'd rather use this one mm-hmm. and she's just looking at me like <laughs> i don't understand sir yeah. what's wrong with that one and i said i really have to go to the bathroom <laughs> and then all of a sudden it dawned on her what i was about to do in this bathroom and she looked at me so grossed out <laughs> like oh you're about to take a shit in this bathroom aren't you and she was like fine and then i went in there and 
took a poop. Why didn't she want you to use this bathroom? I don't know. Maybe it was like the employee one or or something, <laughs> but I did. And then that became like my bathroom. <laughs> the next three days, I, like, I snuck over there and looked around for her and then did my business nice. in there as best as I could. You should have told her that you've never pooped in front of your wife, and she doesn't oh. know that you poop. Jeez, I know. Well, that would be too intimate. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm about to stare at my wife's vagina for you know two hours straight. And Nicole didn't poop on the table. That's never happened to us. Yeah, I don't remember I don't Kristen ever pooping on the table. So you know, Hollywood man, <laughs> yeah. fucking Hollywood. Yeah, they've ruined birthing for women, and and I really mean this. Not only have they made you think. It's scary and it's gross and it's crazy. And there was a woman, I could hear her screaming yeah. her fucking head off. And not like, like I'm giving birth and like accepting it. Mm-hmm. Like props to both of our women. I feel like they, they rolled with it. Yeah. This woman was fighting it. You could tell. Yeah. And she was losing her mind. And Man. like, who am I to judge? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe she was rolling with it. That's how she rolls. <laughs> Just screaming like a fucking fire alarm. But it was kind of scary, too. Like, it sounded like she was dying. Yeah. <laughs> like, a man was in there just cutting her from her head to toe. Jeez. And maybe she was tearing. I don't know what, what her deal was. But when you get to the hospital, I don't even know where the hell I was going with this. <laughs> what was I talking about? <laughs> totally blanked on that yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, screaming hospital I don't know whatever <laughs> so I get nervous like when I'm at the hospital I I, get, I feel nervous mm-hmm. and I'm looking around like the, it drives Nicole crazy like tell me if you do this when you go in the waiting room I look at all the drawers <laughs> like I, I, look, I look in the drawers like I got on the computer <laughs> and Nicole's like get off there what are you doing and I'm like I don't know let me just get on here like I feel like I'm gonna hack it <laughs> Like, I start pulling up all the programs, and I start playing this game of, like, I'm a spy, and I try to listen, and once they open the door, I, like, close everything, and you, like, run away. Do you do that at all? Um, I I don't look through all the drawers, but I do look specifically for uh, the rubber gloves. Yeah. Because I like to take a couple pairs. There you go. So. Why not? Yeah. So you're paying, like you said, $10,000 a night or some right. shit, so. It's like a, a parting gift. Yeah. I remember what I was going to say. Okay. I was saying how people scream. Yeah. And Hollywood has made people think that, you know, your water breaks and you have the baby in five minutes. Yeah. That it's a painful, scary experience. And back to that movie. I mean, really, if anybody wants to watch this that documentary, you really should. Yeah. It'll blow your mind just about how C section rates have gone up. Getting a C section is a major surgery. Yeah. That's a huge surgery. They cut your belly open, they pull out all your insides, they slice open your uterus, and they take a baby out yeah. of you, stitch you together. You know, it's hard enough to have a kid. And when you have your first kid, I can't stress how much your life changes. Yeah. I just can't. Like I had you probably feel like your life didn't change too much having your second, maybe a bit. Yeah. And Leah's young, mm-hmm. so it's harder for you. But I swear to God, and not to make light of this, we have a newborn, and my life hasn't really changed that much. Yeah. Like, it, of course it has. <laughs> of course it has. But it, she just kind of rolled into it because this is our life. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm used to having kids. We, we were used to taking care of them. But when you have your first kid, man, it's hard. <laughs> so to throw on top of that, your wife having major surgery, yeah. and she can't take care of the baby for those first two weeks... That's tough. I mean, you can see the look on their faces. So when you're at the hospital and you see all these other dads, because the moms don't leave the hospital but once. Yeah. They, they come, 
They have the baby, and then they leave. <laughs> the dads are running in and out. Yeah. Like, we're going to the store. We're going to the <laughs> Starbucks and shit. And so you see them, and you kind of say, like, hey, what's up, man? You just have a baby? Yeah. And you can tell the dads that have a C-section because <laughs> they look so tired. Excuse <laughs> me. They look tired and miserable. And then when their wives leave the hospital, mm. they leave in a wheelchair, and they're helping him in the car gingerly because they just had major surgery. Yeah. And then they get home. And it's not like they, their wife can just bound up the stairs and is helping out. So the fact that people rush to C-sections or um, schedule them, yeah, I mean, that is crazy it's, to me. Yeah, definitely. So listen, <laughs> listeners who are thinking about having a baby, don't have a C-section. <laughs> Try not. That's a last resort. That is like an emergency, yeah. not a choice. Yeah. The more you know. Whatever. <laughs> All right. So let's move on. What else do I got here? Nothing. Anything else about the stupid... Uh... Oh, the placenta. Okay. <laughs> so, man, I took a picture of it on Instagram. I saw that, yeah. That How long was that cord, that though? That was crazy long. I mean, Quinn... Oh, her name's Quinn. <laughs> I should say that. <laughs> her name's Quinn Juliet Fields. So her cord was seriously seven feet long. I mean, That's it was nuts. nuts. And so big that the midwife, and you can see in the picture... She picked it up like she was a fisherman yeah. that just got a big fish. <laughs> and she's smiling and laughing like, oh, my God, look at this placenta. Yeah. And and we saved it. And, you know, like you guys did, because that's kind of another thing. Yeah. The cool thing now about having a baby is so much has changed. And there's so much nicer stuff like the placenta in particular, like the cord. You cut the cord, right? Mm -hmm. But before, and I guess for the last hundred years, baby comes out, you cut the cord. And that's just what people did. Yeah. Well, now they realized there's still blood and stuff that needs to pump through the cord. So you delay it. Yeah. Until the cord itself kind of shrivels up and becomes useless. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, oh, well, no shit. Like, it <laughs> took us this long to figure that out. Like, yeah. the baby could almost get a ton more blood in its body just by not cutting the cord. So there's things like that, including... Now, granted, back in the old days, they probably fried up the placenta and ate it. Yeah. That's a little much. <laughs> and people will make smoothies out of it yeah. and stuff like that. We've talked about this a bit. That's a little much. But we capsuled ours, mm -hmm. just like you did. And it's funny because they give it to you. And the hospital has nothing to do with this. Yeah. You have to get like a third party. Yeah. And they pick it up from the hospital. Pick it up from it's the crazy. hospital. Like a freelancer. Yeah. Freelance placenta mom. And they're giving me this placenta. I have an organ. It's an organ. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's really no different from a liver. No. This thing. You got to keep it on ice. Got to like, keep it on ice. Yeah. This thing sustained my daughter for nine months. Yeah. And here I have it in the same cooler that I put beer in. You know, <laughs> yeah. when I go camping. Yeah, totally. And then I walk it out. I did feel kind of like a spy. Like I walk <laughs> it out to the curb. I give it to the woman. And our cord also had a knot in it. The cord yeah. was so long that the baby like swam around and made a knot. That's crazy. Just like uh, you might tie a knot with a cherry stem <laughs> in your mouth. So the cord had a true knot in it. And now here I'm thinking, what does this placenta mom do really with our shit? Yeah. How do I know for sure? I thought the same exact thing. Right? That she doesn't just like have a fucking bottle of vitamin E tablets. Exactly, yeah. And she just on the way home, on the way home, she just throws the placenta out the window. <laughs> like, just like hitting somebody. <laughs> this whole placenta situation is so ripe for like a, a, a comedy <laughs> yeah. thing. Like me bringing it out to the car, I could have dropped it yeah. and spilled it on somebody. Anyway, so. Mixed it up with like a doctor's lunch. Like, exactly. <laughs> and you're like, what? <laughs> like, yeah, this was scrubs. 
<laughs> or something. So I, <laughs> yeah, really. So I, I said to her, I wanted to test her, right? <laughs> and I said, boy, because she, she mentioned that she was going to give us some of the cord. Yeah. And I said, yeah, how about that cord, huh? Wanting her to be like, it was really long. And she's like, yeah, I had a knot in it. That was so cool. So I thought to myself, <laughs> all right. She manipulated it. Yeah. She at least opened the bag. Yeah. <laughs> and looked in there and saw it That's, and dealt with it. Well, or she, you know, draped it around her body Ooh. and wore it around. Yeah, Carcosa. <laughs> Let me give you some true detective throwbacks for you. Carcosa. Um, all right. We just did 45 minutes on the, the baby. <laughs> I didn't think we were going to do that. <laughs> so let's, uh, what should we do now? Oh, should we do the sponsor one more time? Yeah. Sure. I made a note here that I should pretend I was my um, handyman. <laughs> like how would my handyman tr- try to do the, uh, <laughs> try to do the thing? So let's try that. Oh boy. Let's see. Hey, <laughs> hey, listen, you need a website. <laughs> For your conspiracy theory, do I need a voice for this fucking guy? I mean, what does he sound like? He's really self-conscious all of a sudden. <laughs> so, what did he say to me? Oh, listen, listen. You know, you need a website to help get across these liberal gays in Hollywood. You need a fight back. Bush knew. And I just picture this guy that I'm friends with on Facebook, and he's always posting about how much he hates Obama. <laughs> And I, I'm just picturing this guy, like what he would say. I don't know. Just fucking, just get Squarespace, all right? I'm burnt out. <laughs> I can dead. do it as my dad. Okay, there you go. Um, like my uh, angry, angry version of my dad. Okay, please do. Hoi! You better get Squarespace right now because you need to have a website. Hey, putangana! That's, that's, that's good. That's good. Hey! <laughs> We should do your dad talking to this guy. I can imagine if your dad had a few oh, shots in him and this guy talking about, I hate Jews. <clears throat> One, I hate Jews. And I hate Obama. You know, we got a mongrel in the White House. And Sarah Palin. I don't know. I'm like reading from a, a playbook here. Goddamn Sarah Palin is a goddamn angel. She is. What, All did, she, right. what did she say that you told me about? The, the Malaysian airplane oh, like, yeah. flew to heaven? Like, yeah, maybe nobody's thinking of the the- or, uh, talking about the theory that maybe they possibly flew too high and crossed over into heaven wow. or into Christ's kingdom, as she put it. Was she being serious? Um, uh, I don't know. It was it was a, like a MSNBC article or something mm-hmm. like that. So I don't know what context she was saying it in. Man. But the quotes that they had were very, <laughs> very entertaining. I got to find that because yeah. there's so much about that that's amazing. The fact that she thinks you can fly to heaven, <laughs> like I'm flying to heaven, yeah. not to outer space, because <laughs> what, space doesn't exist? Space was a liberal Jew <laughs> lie. Have you ever been to space? No. God damn it. No, i never been to space. <laughs> I don't even been to space. Jews, and they hate them. So... <laughs> I don't. So she thinks you can fly to heaven, and which is amazing. Yeah. And the, the fact that that wow, I, I got. I gotta, maybe she, maybe she was being facetious. Uh, I mean, the quotes were like, uh, the the like the plane was flying higher than it usually was. Mm-hmm. So maybe like that's why because they were going up in altitude, and once you cross into heaven, you can't come back. Wow. Well, good for them. I mean, but, I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't know the context. So. I hope that's where they're at. <laughs> yeah, Just hopefully, chilling in heaven. 
Well, tell me how to get there because <laughs> I'm on the next flight. Richard Branson. I'm sure there's like virgin heaven. Yeah. So, all right. Let's, uh, you want to do a real treat? Uh, sure. What you got? Um, I mean, it's, it's kind of corny, obviously. It's okay. You know, we're talking about babies and stuff. But right, more baby talk. Marlo is like starting to legitimately smile now and it's like super cute. That's cute. Yeah. Um, oh, and another one, the fucking tornado warning today. Oh yeah. That was fucking crazy. Um, I don't know if it's my real treat, but it was definitely a little excitement. Like driving home, I got an alert on my cell phone mm-hmm. and it said tornado warning, take shelter now. Right. And I'm like looking around the freeway, like, you know, hoping a tornado doesn't pop out of anywhere. Mm-hmm. And there's like people stopping on the side, like getting out of their car, like looking at the sky and stuff. Right. So it was kind of, it was kind of scary, but it was a little exciting. So, I agree. Yeah. That, that never happens here. Like, Are you sure? Are you sure, Dan? Did you lie to us when you guys were like, oh, no. you should move up to Roseville. It's dude amazing weather all the time it is and <laughs> the fact that it happened and you're right like my iphone all of a sudden was like brum, brum, yeah. which I, you know, I didn't even know it could do that exactly yeah like it has built-in emergency <laughs> broadcast yeah. system and that never happens here you put the news on and it was like dun 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 <laughs> i mean every weatherman in roseville is just jerking off <laughs> yes. just one hand on his cock <laughs> and the other hand in front of a green screen just like <laughs> doppler doppler Look at this, look at this, and nothing happened. Nothing happened. It was a tornado in the sky, which probably in Kansas, they're probably going to laugh at us. <laughs> yeah. Like, they probably have that shit every day or something. <laughs> and here, it was just high, high in the sky. <laughs> they may, may touch down. Yeah. And they're talking, they're like, all right, it's coming over here. And, <laughs> you know, watch out, Bill, when you turn right on there. Like, talking to the guy and... Yeah, it was funny. And it freaked my kids out. Did it? <laughs> oh, my God. They thought the house was going to get blown away. Like It wasn't even like windy, though. That's no, what was crazy. It was, it like, was fine. Yeah. I don't know. It might have been exciting if it, if it had touched down. <laughs> a little juicy. Yeah. I don't know. The weatherman would have been pumped on that. <laughs> well, my real treat, you're going to love this. John Mayer. <laughs> yes. Because I'll tell you why. Nice. You know, I always liked John Mayer, I think, as a musician, and I respected him. I never really listened to too much of his songs mm-hmm. other than like what's on the radio, which isn't a lot. But in the delivery room, like you had for Kristen, lots of John Mayer tunes, I loaded up a bunch for Nicole oh, nice. for us to listen to. And I'll tell you, after <laughs> listening to 36 hours of John Mayer, <laughs> squee-bop-a-doo, you know, I'm, I'm into them. <laughs> yeah, man. You can, like, I like artists where you can kind of hear the emotion in their voices yes. when they sing and he's i feel feeling like it. i feel like he's one of those right those guys so yeah it's like i like r&b a lot because i feel like there's a lot of yearning yeah he's yearning yeah in a lot of his songs that and he's got like five or six albums yeah he's got didn't a, realize. Lot, a lot of music out and it was kind of fun to listen to how they've changed yeah which i guess any artist might do but he's he's a talented dude i think so yeah and i enjoyed it <laughs> and you know Dare I say I, it's, I would listen to him again? <laughs> he grew on me. Well, there you go. He hardcore grew on me. You're welcome, John Mayer. Yeah, I know. He got one more one more uh, fan out of me. So I had a goat today. Do you have a goat? Uh, I don't have a goat. Oh. Well, I'd like to hear a goat, though. Yeah, so, so listen to this. So in my car, I... Um, oh, okay. That's good to know. I'll edit that out. <laughs> Um, in my car, I had XM, Sirius XM, and I let it um, expire. 
because I don't know, I don't, I'm never really in my car, mm-hmm. but I, I was in my car a lot driving to and from the hospital for Nicole this week. And I've been listening to terrestrial radio, like normal, <laughs> simple radio. Mm-hmm. And oh my God. Yeah. I had forgotten how dreadful <laughs> it was. Just terrible. Yeah. And the, the fun thing is like, okay, you find a station you like, like here it's like K-Rock or whatever. And you know, I like listening to rock and roll or whatever it might be. But the disparity between a good song and then what comes on next is so huge. It is, yeah. And it's like Jack FM horse shit, which is just like <laughs> every song ever. Yeah. We play anything. It's like Tears for Fears goes into Nirvana, goes into maybe John Mayer, goes into fucking Beyonce. I mean, I don't like that. Yeah. Like, I like to have a theme <laughs> to my shit, especially at one station. I like to know I'm on a rock station, I'm on a hip-hop station, I'm yeah. on a hit station. But the real thing that got my goat, there are there's a radio personality in town, mm-hmm. Rob, Arnie, and Don. <laughs> if I could start a feud with somebody, I would fucking start it right yeah, now. Yeah, I, I don't like them. I don't hate much. <laughs> I really don't. I, I hate Hitler. <laughs> I like the guys that write in and say we're gay. Like, I think they're fun. Yeah. I wish more people did. It's it's awesome content for the show. But I really can say that I hate Rob, Arnie, and Don. I fucking hate them. I hate everything they stand for. I hate their shtick. I hate that it's like Rob is this like pretentious, smart guy. Arnie's like the fat oaf. Yeah. And then Don just, oh my God, you guys. Like every radio zoo morning horseshit thing. They do, and they're popular. Yeah. I mean, that's what really gets me, yeah. I guess. They're, they're really popular here in town. I don't think they're syndicated. I don't think they're, like, nationally syndicated. Maybe they're, like, regionally syndicated. Okay. But if they're, I don't know, if, if any of you guys have ever heard Rob, Arnie, and Don, th- there's not one redeeming thing about the show. <laughs> not one. No. Nothing. <laughs> like, I feel like there are certain things that somebody may hate about this show, but they probably can be like, you know what, though? But every once in a while, he says something funny. Yeah. Or something interesting. <laughs> or, ah, you know what? He had that one guest on that was kind of cool or whatever. Nothing. I can't think of anything. I'm not putting this on. <laughs> it's not a joke. It's not an act. <laughs> I just can't think of one thing. And the, the fact that people do like them, love them. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't know who's worse, the fans or them. You think it might be some type of like Howard Stern thing where like you you hate them and a lot of people hate them but listen to them because they hate them? I don't know. Or are there just a bunch of dumbass people out there? I think it's the dumb people. <laughs> Not, I, I, I'm sorry. I don't know what it is. I, I think, but you're right. The one thing you write about Howard Stern, I find myself listening to it yeah. because I hate it. <laughs> and I like the way that it makes me feel. Yeah. Like I like listening to it. Kind of how like maybe a conservative talk show guy would listen to watch the daily show yeah and just be like fuck john stewart Blah! like yelling the whole time <laughs> i'm in my car listening to rob arnie and don just angry which is okay like yeah. i you know what I, I guess i appreciate they give me that emotion <laughs> maybe they know they do that maybe they know how awful they are i don't think they do because they i mean they've got a lot of legitimate fans yeah you so. know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna try to i'm gonna tweet at them I'm going to really try to start some shit. You should. And yeah. be like, you suck. You fucking suck. You are the worst. You are the problem with radio. You don't deserve to be on the radio. You are awful. Check out my podcast. Check out my podcast. <laughs> oh, by the way, let's check out my podcast. Talk about it on the show. That'd be great. Maybe I could start some shit. I, I think I could get a, a lot of people. I have a buddy in town. He's an old radio guy. My friend, Eddie. 
He hates him too. <laughs> There's a lot of guys. I think I, we could we could get an army going here. You know what we need to do is like not tweet at them. We need to call them during their show and Ooh. try to get on air and then yeah. just plug plug our show and talk shit to them. I can't imagine like the phone lines are lighting up. <laughs> yeah. You know, during the morning drive with Rob Arnie and Don. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna work on that. <laughs> Fucking bastards. All right, let's call it a night. All right. So so that's that. Quinn's great. Rob, Arnie, and Don aren't. <laughs> and that's all. Nice. So all right. Episode 88 of Saver for the Show. Thanks for listening. Gonna make some of those things. I don't know. I, I think when I listen back, I guess I need to try to find out like what was something funny <laughs> that went down, or maybe a clip. But share it with your friends. Yes. If we make those. And thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week. See you.